0: Thanks for listening to the Youthology Podcast with Jeff Grinnell. Be sure to check out all of our available resources on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or online at youthology.com. Now, let's jump into the podcast. Like, What are the best ways to engage and disciple kids nowadays when it feels like the hardest thing to do is get their time?
1: Yeah. Well, I think some of the ideas that just came up here, uh, connecting outside of the church, you know, you can put into practice. Uh, Maybe you've heard me say that one of the things that we have got to do better is youth ministry in context. So what I would say, Nathan, is I think we've, we've kind of created codependent students on the youth group and codependent students on the youth service. So anytime that you can be in their setting and do discipleship, that's a win. And what I mean by that would be like sitting with um, students one-on-one, one-on-twos. And I know for some of you, that's not going to happen here. Some of you can, not all of you are able to do that. And to be honest, even with those of you that are in total lockdown, you can still get out. You just got to, you know, you just got to, go to a park or, you know, be away, go to the, meet at the school or, um, you know, go to the grocery store, they're open, you know, uh, that's what I was telling one person last week. They're like, I don't even know where to meet. You know, I'm like, just go to the grocery store and, you know, buy a drink or something and stand there. Um, but those kinds of settings outside of the, the, the church are critical. I think so much discipleship happens outside of the setting because of attention and proximity. And what happens is when they, when students come to the youth service or they come to church, um, they have all these other distractions around them. But when we're sitting with them and I know right now it's a little limited, but this question goes beyond this week, you know, what can happen is you've got their full attention and feedback, accountability, not just discipleship. Um, Editing, where you could become an editor to them. So I would say get alone. The the thing that, man, I can take you to so many conversations with teenagers um, over a a mentoring uh, commitment that I had with them that usually lasted the whole school year uh, once a month or twice a month that was not at the church and the impact that that had on students. I feel like it. They learn more outside of the church setting because you, you got them one on one, you know. So um, I would do as much of that as possible. Um, another thing that would really help right now. I'm really high on this um, uh, Alpha Youth Series. If you guys have not seen the Alpha Youth Series, man, it is elite. It is elite. It's video work, and what you can. It's all online. It's free kids create their own profile. So what I would do, Nathan, is to tell a student that you really want to go deeper with, uh, or even your student leadership group of eight or 10 kids or whatever it is, right? Tell them, listen, tonight or next Friday, whenever we meet, we're going over video one, you watch it, and uh, you're going to take the first 15 minutes and you're going to talk about what you learned, you know? And and it's set up that way. They're twenty-minute, twenty-five-minute videos, and they have a study guide with them on a topic. So it's the Alpha Youth Series. Yeah, that's great. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate it. Maybe those two things. Yeah, go, Andy.
0: Yeah. Uh, I know there's obviously not one youth ministry model that is the best or anything like that. It's all context, but what are your thoughts when you, uh, some of these youth ministries, you think of like Highlands or even church home or some of these that Elevation Youth, everything, that it's all groups based and they come together every month or two. We're in the middle of figuring out kind of our future youth ministry model and are really
1: talking through some of it. What are your thoughts? There's some history there. Uh, Interestingly enough, you're familiar with the Orange Conference, and you know Orange. I don't know a decade ago, maybe not quite uh, seven, eight years ago. Went to this uh, strongly this this model of small group, and you know, man, okay. <laughs> uh, go go to go to youthology.com, and if you type in uh, youth ministry models. I cover that it, I'll, there'll be eight or 10 blogs that, that I, I give the negatives and the positives to those. I give the history where seven, eight years ago, churches went to that, found out it wasn't working. Students didn't want just small group all the time and have gone like, let me give you a, a for instance, river Valley, um, here in Minneapolis. That's uh, where I tend If I'm home, uh, of the nine youth pastors or so 10 youth pastors, I think six of them went to North Central. I've mentored them. I know, I know that group, okay? Two years ago, they went to that small group model, went to a, you know, a Sunday night, moved everything to Sunday night because of you know, struggling with attendance and things that they were uh, you know, going through, and found out within months, uh, this is not going to work. So, but I mean, I can get, there's more that I can get into if you go, that I can help you with if you go to the blog, because I blogged on this, but let let me leave it with this too. Uh, There's strengths and weaknesses in both. So what I tell people is do whatever you do, do it well. I don't like taking kids out of a youth service setting. And I know that sounds so old school, man, but I'm watching people that did that, that were strong in the small group setting, the the teaching youth pastors, I've watched them do it and now come back to the youth service because you miss some things. You miss uh, corporate prayer. You miss corporate worship. You miss uh, the moving of the spirit. You miss laying on of hands. And, And I know, man, some disciplines don't value that, but students do, man. They're so into the supernatural. You guys know that so um don't lose that so man uh i could go on on this one i do feel like students are not now uh maybe more so now but at school they're in they're in small groups all day long 35 hours a week they're in small you know groups is that what we want to do every time they come on wednesday night then too is just teach them again so listen i think theology can be taught and caught you know what i'm saying um and i think you catch it i think you can teach in both settings and i think they can be caught in both settings but sometimes because i've heard the kickback i spoke at one of the orange conferences and i brought this whole thing up and i was like hey you know in 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 the room the questions were going up you know and i was not the most popular uh session breakout session person there because it kind of spread too that i was not necessarily against it but they wanted me to do it anyway because they know where I stood on it but um the pushback was well uh you know we can do worship in the small group too and and I would say okay yeah good good but it's not the same look at the convention worship that you're in look at the camp worship that you're in is that what you want once a year you just want that once a year because an acoustic guitar is not the same thing you know and how often in your small group then did um did you do praise like kicking dynamic stuff where the kids can just have fun Mm, no we didn't do that right did you lay hands on kids did you pray with kids at the end well no we closed in prayer right so um you'll hear from me you can hear my bend and most of you that know me i am not we did small groups 36 years ago my first year in youth ministry we did small groups okay and for 19 years as a local youth pastor i did small groups but it was not the main course so that's great yeah uh it's 56 can we do one or two more if you, listen if you have to take off take off but i'll close it down in five minutes yeah anyone else let's cover one more maybe yeah. i got one i can oh. go
0: ahead whoever that was go ahead okay so so here's my question for you um for for our setting you know our setting a little bit um we have uh a, some Christian schools that kind of filter in and kids are sometimes so overly connected, especially with social media, seeing each other at school. Um, how do you, so, so because they're so connected outside of youth group, you know, for me when I was a kid, that's where I went to see all my friends. Cause we all, we all came from different public schools. There was a lot of separation throughout the week. We didn't have the social media like we do now. And now a lot of kids are so overly connected, sometimes building a lot of momentum and like, family and connectivity and youth group it's like well they how do you build that when they're so connected outside of it that they don't feel like they need to come all the time and be so integrated there because they're so connected outside
1: i spent seven years in michigan in grand rapids at a church that was larger had the whole high school like you know hundreds of kids kids in high school and we drew i don't know we probably drew 200 plus of those kids that came to the youth ministry just from that one christian high school and it can be a bear, man, because they can they can be uh, they 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 can have their own set of problems, but um, and kind of take the culture over and whatever. So what I what I tried to do is to disassociate myself on Wednesday nights from the, that's when we met Wednesdays from them because I could get by in the hallways and I I could go to their games too. I tried to be careful of spending so much time with the with the church kids the church school kids, because the public, public school kids could easily feel um, you know, like we weren't giving them the same amount of relationship or capital, however you wanna say it. So uh, even though it was easy to go down the hallway or across the field over to the building you know, at the Christian school, I tried not to do it too much. And especially on Wednesday night, um, I really tried to connect um, and, and told our leaders to do the same thing. And one of the things I did in the chapel setting, and I know I've been in your chapel setting there, what you could do, Riley, you know, and maybe it was easier for me to do it because we had a large number. Maybe if you don't have that large of a number, you want to meet with them separate. But next time you go there, say, listen, when you come on Wednesday night, I need you to be leaders. I need you to reach out to the, the uh, you know, the kids that are from the campus that are just visiting and they don't even know God. They don't have a church. Uh, so that it's not just all games and fun for the Christian kids, you know, so if you can help them to reach out to some of those students, that will, what, what, what we did, I spent a chapel at that school. And I said, listen, I know that we have 600 in a room and 200 of you go to, go to J town. I'm going to say something, give me five minutes. Next time you guys come, could you outreach more? This is not for you. You guys get You guys get this five days in class. Could you, you know, It was really received well. And there was other youth pastors there who told me the same thing about the kids that came to their youth groups. So I would just be real with them and tell them, I need you guys. This is not just for you, man. You come from different homes. We have public school settings or parochial school settings that need this Wednesday night. So when you come, I'm not just gearing my programming to you the whole time, you know, and you have some solid kids that, that I think would reach out and do that. But, um, so that's one thing we did. The second thing that we did, and then we'll, I'll lock this down here at 5 o'clock. Uh, the second thing that we did was I was really careful with involvement on the worship team. I was careful with um, uh, other leadership uh, responsibilities, whether that's signing up at the table or whether that's uh, hosting on the parking lot, and holding, you know, um, to make sure it wasn't all of the, those Christian kids from the Christian school. Otherwise it's takeover man. So just spread that out. Uh, uh all of my student leaders were not kids that we had a couple, but I was really careful to not choose all the Christian kids from the Christian school to be my student leaders. Um, follow up on that. Did I, did I cover that or eh? good? Yeah,
0: I think more generally what I guess what I'm saying is like kids, And now because we're not meeting in person, it's a little bit different. But sometimes I feel like kids are so connected all the time via social media outside to how do you, how do you build that engagement? Like, you know, meeting, I don't know. Does that kind of make sense? Yes. I think Um, I'm going to
1: go a little bit further from that question, but but, I, you know what, some of these things here, uh, when you can, you got to break out and go one-on-one, one-on-twos. So maybe get like, uh, some people from the volleyball team or, people from the track team or what you know. And um, yeah, it it is because you can almost get uh, overhyped on tech and stuff and kids just get burned out on that too. So just a discussion, just um, a walk, just go for a walk. I was walking uh, Saturday and uh, here in Minneapolis and saw about four or five teenagers walking together. So I stopped and I asked them how they were doing and all That was the first time I've been with teenagers in three weeks, man. So getting them away from those things and having a general conversation could go a long way.